Hello, folks, and welcome to our new podcast, Let It Rip. It's just fun to say like that. Get over Let it rip. I'm Nick. And what do you do, Nick? Uh, what do I do? Nick Roberts. Nick Roberts. Uh, the I, I am an engineer, though I don't do much engineering. <laughs> How are you related to me? Not oh that we're related. We're not related. I am your co-host. <laughs> I am your co-host. I am the co-host, Nick. <laughs> I suck at this. Do you have a title at uh, Sovereign Joy? No, I do not. We've talked about this before. Technically, my title is treasurer, but that's just the duty I have. Duty? Duty. <laughs> I'm Patrick Mathers. I am the pastor of Grace Baptist Church in Orville, California, and Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship in Chico, California. Double duty. I got duty in for me, so we both got duties. <laughs> I, I don't even know why you said double duty. Because <laughs> I wanted to work it oh, in somehow. Okay. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no reason. Yeah. Doing two churches um, and a little bit of personal training on the side. That's right. Yeah. Is that going good? No. Mm. It's going terrible. Do you have people you're training right now? No. Currently, this moment, no. I had three. And then for one reason or another, couldn't continue. And so now I have none. Okay. So you I, have I, openings. I have <laughs> 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 yes, I have openings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so um, it's a little bit late, but you have girls. Yes. I had all girls. Did. And I, I have a granddaughter. Did you see Barbie? I did not. How do you dodge that bullet? Um, my, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know my either. My sent me clips of the movie as if it was going to like... It was like some feminist rant that What's-Her-Face had. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was some of that, but yeah. I mean... That was all she sent me. Yeah. She just wanted to know my thoughts. Ken's uh, Mojo Dojo Ken? Casa House. Dude, it's gold. Whoa. Gold. Really? Oh, yeah. Dude, was it I, a good movie? Did you like it? Would you go watch it again? I, I would not go to the theater again and watch it, but I would if uh, Charlotte were to come over. That's my granddaughter. And say, hey, uh, Pappy, let's uh, watch Barbie movie. I totally would watch mm. it again. Um, you know, and honestly, there's probably stuff that I missed the first time because <clears throat> oddly enough, it's an interesting story. Even though it's like absolutely ridiculous and absurd, there's some like interesting little bits to it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So no, I wouldn't go see it again. I wouldn't pay to go so to the Why'd you bring up the Barbie movie? Huh? Having girls. This is what we do, dude. We talk. Yeah. And I'm asking if you went to see the Barbie I movie. I did not. You, you, and I'm I said really you dodged a bullet, but I didn't really mean a bullet. I, cause right, because I assumed that it was bad. Eventually, you're going to watch it. Eventually. Dude, there's no two ways about it. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to have to sit and watch it. What watch. will happen is you'll sit and watch it with them once, and then it will be on for the next, like, four months. Do you have a show like that? Bluey's our, uh, our show most recently. So we got over Bluey. Um, we got over Blippy, and right now we're on the new little Spider-Man cartoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a big one. Oh, you know what? Another one is um, Super Phineas Cat. and Ferb. Oh, Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, that's one we've been, uh, okay. that's been on the rotation at our house. The uh, other one for us has been Super Cats. I don't know that one. It is uh, so obnoxious. They, oh. like, sing. 
it's like singing and they're like <laughs> catchy songs and so it's just aggravating to no end to hear this all the time so it's funny how now that i'm in the era of grandkids and your kids are well leona's the same age pretty much charlotte charlotte's a little older no i think so yeah she's seven yeah seven. Leona's yeah. Seven. yeah so um so i'm watching these shows with her and uh but the shows with my kids were like, I remember, like, I don't even want to say because they're going to probably be your shows <laughs> that you watched when you were a kid. Probably. Like Blue's Clues. I, I, that was a show, but I never watched it. Mine yeah. was Dexter's Laboratory. Okay. That was my show. I don't think we ever watched that. I watched a lot of Dexter's Laboratory. And Cat Dog. What? Like, how is that even a cartoon? Well, but Ren and Stimpy was a cartoon. It was really, that was like... The first one I remember going, oh my gosh, they're allowed to do this, which is wild because Tom and Jerry was a thing, and they were like violent. Yeah, they were violent. Which was so good. We were watching uh, Night at the Museum last night with the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the first uh, one. The first one, yeah. yeah. The first time I, we watched it, Leona was losing it because of how violent it is. What? Like, the guy gets, I don't hit, remember it the guy gets hit by the skeleton... Um, T-Rex or whatever. It's like a dog. Okay. And oh, yeah, yeah. Hit, and he goes up the stairs and falls on it. And so Leona was like, he's dying. <laughs> it's like, no, he's not dying. But it was just like, it's violent. Oh. And, and so like she got scared. And then the other one, there's like a, the caveman gets outside. Yeah. And the sun comes up and he turns to ash. Evelyn saw that last night and she lost it. Oh. She ran away from this room, scream crying. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Mom, who was in the other room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was too, too much for them. That's wild. Anyways, violence in cartoons. And Night at the Museum. Live action violence. All right, I got a topic for you. Okay. Idol worship. So like, I haven't. W- like worshiping in a lazy manner? Uh, <laughs> like not moving and like, worshiping? Like, like, when p- like people sitting and watching football on a Sunday instead of being at church? No. That's idol worship. That is idol. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this so it's not idol. You but can't. Idol. Yeah, so idol. I know. I D O L. Yeah. Worship. Uh, okay, so I have this note here Kay. that I thought might provoke some thoughts. Um, so I don't, many people, so I'm just going to start reading it. Um, so I wrote, idol worship is interesting. It's something I personally struggle with. However, I haven't been always aware how much I struggle with it. It's one of those things that are kind of like, you know, everyone has some sort of idol and you know, you have your own idols. You kind of know what they are, but to like intentionally grapple with it. Um, so my recent idol lately has been Bitcoin which is no surprise. Before that, it was Austrian economics. Before that, it was libertarian ideologies. And then before that, um, just kind of, you know. See a theme here. Yeah. Yeah. But you start on one thing, and then it kind of leads to this next thing, next thing, and it just kind of consumes your mind, or my Mm -hmm. mind at least. Um, So many don't think they struggle with it, excusing it with what, uh, excusing it with just being impassioned, outspoken, or just saying that their faith justifies it, right? (coughs) Uh, But sin can't be excused. Which might be, I, I mean, some of that might be true. Right? Some of those things that you mentioned aren't inherently idols. No. Right. By all means, no. Right. It, but they, if they consume a majority of your time, there is a point at which it yeah. tips the scales. Right. And now it's an right. idol. Um, so you can't excuse your sin of idol worship, right? You have to confront it. And, you know, kill sin or it's killing you sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so whatever it is, and so this kind of, pl- you got Bitcoin, a lot of like, modern day things like vaccines, mm-hmm. uh, Trump, um, a lot of people with like education, like their people are starting up charters and like that's their life now is homeschool. Uh, you mentioned that a while yeah. back that yeah. that was the thing. Um, so none of it's inherently bad, but if we're diligent in our behavior, if we're not diligent in our behavior, we can easily slide into idolizing these things in one way or another. 
So I got a question for you. How do you identify idol worship in your life? Personally? Yes. We got to start with me? Oh, I can. I Here, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll start. Then. I will start. So as I've wrestled through specifically with uh, Bitcoin being an idol. Okay. I have. Can I ask a qualifier? Can yeah. you explain how it became that? Because obviously, initially, it was just an an interest. Yeah, and it still a is an fascination. Interest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know how it became that. Okay. Um, but I know that it did become that. Okay. I don't know how it happened. But right. It did become that. Well, I know there's not a date. You're gonna be like, Here's yeah, yeah. Became the idol, but it at one point moved from intrigue and fascination and interest to. This is an obsession. This yes. is all I can think about. Yes. Oh, gotcha. And so I started asking myself these questions kind of on the daily for a while until I got used to it. Um, how often do I think of it? How often do I bring it up in conversation with other people? Am I annoying my wife with it? <laughs> <laughs> she got very annoyed. Is it what people think is of? Is that a fair one, though? Because, dude, we annoy our wives. It doesn't take much. Like, uh, is, yeah. if I'm asking, is this an idol in my life? That's not going to be on my list of questions <laughs> that I'm asking myself. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> this is my question okay. to myself. Okay. You're right. Yeah. You're right. My yeah. bad. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Steamroller. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The last question that I asked myself, is it what people think of when they think of me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You got it on your phone. Literally, I can see it right now. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem for me. Okay. Okay. So how do you identify idol worship in your life? How do I know? Yeah. Okay, you did because your wife was annoyed. And then you have it on your I phone. I have it on my phone. Yeah. And so, that, so and people, that's all you can think that's about. That's all I can think about. That's all I read. It's, yeah. So, so okay. But of all, all those things, let's... We... I'm not going to disagree with you and say they're not true, but what makes you think that because those facts that you just mentioned are true, mm. ergo you have an idol? What makes me think that? Yeah, why why can't you still have all those things? You think about it a lot. You're really interested in it. It's um, something that you like to read about prolifically. Mm -hmm. um, ergo, why is it? It is therefore an idol. Uh, so I think the, the last one I think is probably what most hits my conscience and that's what do people think of when they think of me? And I, I think of our calling that we're supposed to be a light to the world mm -hmm. and image bearers of Christ. And so when people think of me or when people look at me, do they think there's the crazy crypto guy like doing his Bitcoin thing okay. or is there the light of Christ? Okay, so so most recently, I feel like for me that I just started playing video games within the last six months, maybe. Okay. Maybe not even that. Maybe four or five months. Hasn't been very long. Is it a lot of video games you play throughout the day? No, I've only I've only played two games all the way through, and then I'm kind of sort of playing one right now. However, my what I was getting at is that um, the first two I played were Horizon on PS5, and it's visually a stunning game. Mm -hmm. The story's compelling, 
and the gameplay kind of once I figured it out did feel intuitive. Mm -hmm. Not like this other game that I just started playing is a little more difficult um, that way. But there was a point where I did think about like that game, like oh, what I got, I, I kind of think I want to go play that. I, I, you know, I'm thinking about the story. I'm thinking about the strategy. I'm thinking about what do I need to do next, and then after that. And you wouldn't have known that. I did not know that. I know. Yeah. But it's not like I deliberately didn't talk about it either, though. There was no conscious thought like, I better keep this one under wraps. Sure. Right? Because, sure. I mean, video games can be kind of not a big deal, innocuous, um, but they can also become idle, right? We For sure. So I seemed to have some of those symptoms that you mentioned. But there were some that I didn't have. And when I asked you what made you think about it, your first one was, what do people think of me? Right. Well, you didn't know that I was thinking about video games. And, I, and oh, I, I, see. I would say I was not obsessing over it yet, but I could absolutely see how, slide. oh, yeah, how somebody, that's like their waking thoughts. It's right. like, I can't wait to get home. Place. I, I totally get guys in their 40s sitting in their parents' basements playing video games i can i can see that i think it's crazy i remember being a kid uh what was i 13 12 mm -hmm. 13 years old going to my friend's sister's house so his sister was like 10 10 years older mm -hmm. so she had a she had a boyfriend or a husband or something and i remember <laughs> him I, you know, yeah should be careful with my words <laughs> why yeah. they're never gonna listen they're to never this. gonna listen no to um and uh, he would be playing video games. And I remember as a 12-year-old, like, I loved video games. Yeah. I, I loved video games. Yeah. And then I watched this 30-year-old playing video games, and I just had, like, such disdain Ooh. for this guy playing yeah. video games. Like, how could you just, like, how could you waste your life? Yeah. But here I am as a kid playing video And I, it's just I had this thought of, like, you're, you're you too old for this. You still play video games? Yeah, this is. If I'm better than you. Right, right. Weird. So I remember an, an incident where when I used to rave, this was even before I was a Christian. Um, there, there was a guy in our friend group who he was 25, I think. And the rest of us were like 18, 19, 20. A couple of us were 21, but that, that was no, probably 19, 20, 21, right in that three year age range. And then this guy who was like 25, I mean, he might've been 26. I don't know, but he was like enough older than us that we would kind of go, dude's still partying, dude's still raving. I mean, he should have, <laughs> you know, we would do that yeah. same thing. So I, so there must be something in what we're saying here that we understand that something's an idol perhaps when you are intrigued to a point where, at a point where otherwise you shouldn't be, mm. maybe. Yeah. Where n intrigued isn't even the right word, but but you're... You're engaging, you're indulging. That might be one right. marker, you know, where you, this is something that you're involved with that just your age is indicative that you shouldn't be. Indulge, I think, is a good word to explain the action that you're doing when mm -hmm. you're partaking in whatever it is. Yeah. It's, it's an indulgence. So like video games, like you're indulging in it. Right. And we could, it, we can see, I think, maybe you're... Uh, answer in the beginning was better than I gave it credit for initially that it's what other people think of us because I can see it in other people I think before they see it themselves a lot of times mm. okay granted you, you, I wasn't talking about 
I wasn't talking about you know playing video games with anybody really because right. honestly I'm kind of embarrassed a little bit about it, but at the same time I'm like you know I'm I, I would be reading a book which I read books for a living, yeah. I would be watching a show which is just like almost as mindless. So why not do this for a time, you know? And that's kind of how I justified it. And and justified it makes it sound like I'm uh, makes it sound worse than it is. What, how I gave myself uh, permission to to play video game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't I I don't obsess over it. But I think if you were to at some point go, dude, Pat's playing video games. Like, what's he doing? You know. Uh, like your like your lawn mowing. <laughs> oh, dude, I do have that game. I play that lawnmower game. Yeah, yeah, literally mowing the lawn. That's all it is. There's no strategy. You just mow a lawn. Um, so, I and can't. I've been. It's it's like 680 day streak. And no, yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's here's what happened. So I started playing it back before my dad had his first major stroke. And we were going down there. Do you remember there was that time we were going down there like every other month or every six weeks or something like that to my parents' house? And my parents, God bless them, rest in peace, whatever, but they they would just sit. Not with a TV on, not with music on, not reading a book. They would just sit in a room. Yeah, that's how I grew up. And I never realized how weird it was till my wife pointed it out when Wait, I was like, "So this isn't like a, a put it bluntly, this isn't an old person thing. This is just what they did." Yeah, this is like what they did for their life. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And so I just thought it was normal. And at what point did you figure out it wasn't normal? When Andy mentioned how weird this oh. was, and then I started like noticing, "Oh, nobody else does this." But before that, I never noticed it. Did you do that? Yeah. Oh, we would just sit. Yeah, I'm totally good with just sitting. And it's because I grew up like that. Like, I could totally do it. Like, That's I don't wild. need a phone. I don't need a book. I can go wait in a waiting room and sit there for like an hour and a half and just sit. And it's wild. It I, is. Yeah, it's totally. That's so, foreign to anybody right now. So, oh, I know. I know. So, so when I would go down there, now that I'm, you know, in my late 40s and I haven't been living like this for 25 years, it was weird to me to just sit in my parents' house for hours on end. So I had that game. So I downloaded that game and I started playing that. And then I just started doing it every day. And now it's like one thing that kind of sillyly reminds me of my dad. Okay. Because it was like, that's why I started doing it because we're taking care of him. We're taking care of my mom. And then I just kept on with it. So that's the, only, that's the reason why I have that crazy 600 whatever day streak is because it attached me to that. But it could be an idol, right? Maybe... This obsession with I I can't not play it because this is the one thing that reminds me of my dad. Um, maybe I need to let him go. He's absent from the body, present with the Lord. Um, why am I still holding on to this memory? I you can know? foresee or imagine a future where that streak gets broken by some series of unfortunate events, mm-hmm. then leaving you just devastated. Yeah, I would probably cry. Yeah, o- honestly, I'd probably not just tear up a little bit i'd probably be i'd probably be a little upset it's not to say that's a bad thing yeah i I mean could you even put it in a category of it being good bad to continue playing that game for that reason to avoid well sure if it's uh, i'm 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 not exactly remembering him when i do it 
it's just a fondness of that game because it attaches me to him. Mm-hmm. And we weren't close. I mean, me and my dad weren't by any any stretch of the imagination close. But um, it's something that kind of reminds me of him. But I would be devastated, but I'd probably get over it pretty quick too. But at this point right now, I'll acknowledge it could be an idol because I can't see myself just stopping playing. Oh. You know, it, it is something that, you know, Paul, and I was going to get to this eventually, so I might as well bring it up now. Paul says that he doesn't want to be brought under the power of anything. And what that means is that there's this external whatever it is that is controlling him apart from God. God's external from us. Granted, we have the Holy Spirit living in us, but God is external. He isn't me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but th- if that is ruling and guiding me and that's what I think about and that's what I'm led by and I'm controlled by, then it's pleasing to the Lord. But anything else other than that, I think when it gets into the place of that's what controls you, that's when it becomes an idol, you know, which is why I bring up the video game thing, because you might not even know that's actually happening like you didn't. Um, And that could still be controlling me in my mind and my emotions, you know, and how connected am I with it? Um, But it could be external, too. Um, It makes me think that the best judge of whether something is an idol in your life is probably you yourself. Can you be, if you can be objective or not even objective, but just acknowledge it? Well, because it's like. Um, Addicts don't, though, right? They go, oh, I could quit anytime it. I want. Yeah. At least verbally, they say that. They might not actually believe that in deep down. Right. They might be saying that to obfuscate, you know, the the pressure that they're feeling from this other person. Yeah. But um, but st- maybe deep down, they know they're controlled by it. Right. And they can't give it up. Yeah, I I mean, what what I meant to say is um it's easy for me if if I did know you were playing video games for me to think like, "Oh, you're controlled by your video games." But in reality, you're you're not. You're just like playing video games. Like, well, I, so far, I mean, well, it's, it's like it, it's I'm by like, no means obsessed with it. It's <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly could give or take it right now. So, may, take maybe it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Be helpful. Did you at one point ever think that this Bitcoin thing makes a little out of hand? No. You didn't? No. Did you think at all I struggled with it? I kind of love that you <laughs> have this like little quirky, weird thing. just it, quirky. Uh, I don't know if it's weird because it actually is a part of pop culture. It's not like s- some obscure, like I collect bottle caps from the 30s, you know? That's, That's a That's little weird, weird yeah. you know? Uh, I only collect stamps from the 1800s. Okay. That's a little weird to me, but um, th- this doesn't seem to be that. It seems to be that there's uh, enough popular interest in it right now that I'd be like, yeah, th- that tracks with Nick. So then, uh, to talk about myself some more. If you just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> <laughs> At what point would have you thought it's a problem? For you to be in Bitcoin? Yes. Or for, for you to see Bitcoin as being uh, that idol. I'm trying to draw principles you, from direct application. Okay, I think uh, as your pastor, first and foremost, is if you said, hey, I'm not coming to church this Sunday uh, yeah. because I got Bitcoin community. I got to go do the thing with the deal. Now, I don't mean like a once a year like a conference, conference yeah, kind yeah, of thing, yeah. but I'm talking about like 
a regular every three weeks, every four weeks, you know, it's just like, right. you know, and it was Bitcoin every time. Um, as a pastor, I'd say, dude, you, you really need to start praying about this. As your friend, I think if when we got together, it got to the point where I'd like, okay, I hope he doesn't bring that up first thing. Right. I'd understand if it was something you're interested in, you brought it up like an hour into us hanging out or something, you know, but if it was like, I walk in the door and you're like, Hey, what's up, dude? Let me show you this. And it was some new, Bitcoin some new, gadget. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, then I'd probably personally, I'd, I'd go, dude, I think so, you're obsessing over this. So the reality of it being an idol is prevalent at some point to you, mm -hmm. but the fact of it being an idol has probably occurred long before that. Well before that. Right. Yeah. Months and months and months before that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, I like Paul's language. It's to the point where you are controlled by it, either mentally or emotionally or both, mm -hmm. which will come out physically in the way you live your life. Right. But it begins mentally or emotionally. And I'm not sure which occurs first, honestly, chicken and the egg kind of thing. Um, but you might have an emotional attachment to something that leads to obsessive thinking about it, right? Yeah. Or the way, other way around, I just think about it all the time, and now I'm emotionally invested because this is where my thoughts immediately go. Um, and I think when you get to that point where you are not in control of your thoughts and your emotions and this other whatever it is is, that's when it's become an idol. I've noticed uh, some similarities, and this, is, this might sound kind of weird, I've noticed some similarities in, um, there are a few apps I have on my phone. Uh, one is uh, like a, a Bitcoin price tracker thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so for a while I was checking the price as if it means anything to check the price. Like, what is that? Right. It's clearly consumed, right? Right. Um, and then I follow a couple uh, group chats. Uh -huh. uh, there's one in Reading and Sacramento I follow and they talk about stuff. And so I get notified and I find myself at times checking my phone, not having received the notification, but just check if there's a notification. And it reminds me of being in middle school when I first got on MySpace or Facebook. And it was just like that longing to get home, to check the computer, to check my account, to see how many likes I got. Oh, wow. And it, like, it just kind of consumed my mind throughout the entire day until you can get to that point where you can, what new, what new thing is there mm. for me to look at? Mm. For me to, in, in this case, uh, gain some sort of an, uh, knowledge that I didn't have before. Mm. As if like that'll help me. Yeah. Yeah, I, we're, we are all, we all do it because we all are inherently worshiping creatures as people. You're, you're a human, you're a worshiping creature. You, you're inevitably going to be worshiping something. And it is typically the thing that consumes your thinking and your emotions the most. Which is why we can say things that are as good as they are like family can be an idol. Yeah, homeschool. Homeschool I mean, can be an idol. That blew um, my mind when you told me about the, what was it, homeschool co-op? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I did not have a category for that. Being yeah, yeah. So, sort of thing. so I, an idol can be anything apart from God. I, as odd as it may see, I, I think that honestly the Bible itself, that, that people read it, study it, so that they have the verse for the right thing at the right time. And, you know, they, they, without... I, or I guess it's divorced from my heart worship of the Lord.
but it's just simply I'm learning facts and I'm getting memorizing scriptures. I think even that can become an idol for some people. Mm. Um, communion is clearly an idol for a large portion of people um, that that worship it and idolize it and see it as the uh, point of their connection with God above everything else. Is the nature of it being an idol, a communion, because it's given more weight than it should? It's Yeah, it's given more weight than it should, and it is exalt. It, I guess they exalted to a higher exalted, position. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the same, yeah. the same thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's actually, this is the body and blood of Christ. I mean, of course we're supposed to worship Christ, so why wouldn't you worship those objects? Right. Right, and if it's like one of the sacraments, then obviously it yeah. could easily be slipped into that. Kind yeah, of yeah. So if uh, if if you and these are all good, wonderful things. Yeah, that, there's nothing that wrong about be, them at all. Should be enjoyed and partaken, participated in. Yeah. So if there is an idol that someone has, and I'm sure that um, everyone should be able to identify something that could mm-hmm. potentially be an idol. Um, what what's the remedy for that idol? I pause because I, th- the obviously the answer is to, are, are we're to bring every thought captive and bring it yeah. under the obedience of Jesus Christ, Jesus right? Jesus that's yes. that's what it is. Um, no matter what, that's going to be the answer. Is that you're thinking more about Christ, you're thinking more about God, which means you're going to be need to be singing His songs, you're praying to Him, um, reading His Bible, taking it in so that you connect in, in a spiritual way, not just to take in uh, facts and information uh, kind of thing. Um, the reason that I hesitate just a little is because I know there are a lot of people who, when they leave an addiction, they trade one addiction for another. And it's often, I'm trading my addiction to alcohol or drugs or um, lust or pornography or something for the church. And so they'll trade this for this and they'll get the same feeling and charge and uh, all of that from this new addiction. And as good as that sounds, um, it can be, again, all of the right things in the wrong way and church just becomes another idol. Like I can think of uh, a whole several ministries here in Orville right now mm. that, that, that that's what they do. They're recovery ministries and they bring you in, they get you cleaned up and they focus you on Christian things. But when you talk to those people, it's all works. It's all them doing it. And so <coughs> what that tells me is that they're still the center of their world and they've just traded one thing for another. And now they're feeling and they're finding their fulfillment in this one thing that in, in uh, on its surface is good, or not even on the surface, is intentionally should be good, but it becomes bad because that's what consumes their thinking. And so they think about, oh, I got to do this meeting, I got to do this, I got to be at this service, I've got to, you know, do this particular ministry, I've got to this, I've got to this, I've got this. It's all them-centered, you know? And there might be a, a nod to Jesus uh, here and there, and there might be, prayers that are offered up but they're kind of you know in the back of your mind they're kind of just something that comes along as you go 
or I'm in a prayer meeting, so I got to pray because I got to save face because I got to look good because this is my new addiction, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to look like I'm playing the part right. Um, so it's it's it, it it seems as if if you have an idol like an addiction or mm-hmm. whatever it would be, then the remedy that's often given is works. Yes, as opposed yeah. to seeking yeah. grace. Dude, I can't tell you how many times I've talked with people and I've tried to explain grace to them and covenant covenantal relationship with them and it's just like their eyes glaze over and they're just like no clue what i'm talking about like absolutely no way to understand grace and i talked to them about grace and immediately their answer is something that they did yeah. or something that they should to do oh i should to do this more it's like no you need to rest you need to rest in christ and i just had a conversation with somebody a while back and it was like you, you need to re- and I kept saying you need to rest in Christ and his sac- his salvation that he's given you okay I, I'm resting what do I need to do <laughs> and it was over okay now I'm resting so what now it's like no rest trust Christ his grace is sufficient he's shown you mercy right so what do I do it's like just that's where the, it would, we never went any further than that. Right. It's like an hour-long conversation. Never went any further than that. So I found myself uh, fighting uh, or I- identifying that Bitcoin was an idol of uh-huh. some sort and wanting to um, have it not be an idol. And so I thought, well, I should, instead of consuming Bitcoin content, I should consume um, Jesus content. And so I went to the Psalms and I started listening to Psalms. And I, it was great. Yeah. And then I found myself counting hours between what I was listening to with Bitcoin and what I was listening to with Psalms or wh- how much book I read of this book versus reading Psalms. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah. And it was like, oh, I just, uh, I think I just dug myself in like another trench. One that was works-based because yeah. I felt as if this was justifying, okay, I did, I did my due diligence over here. So now I can have some freedom over here to do right. it. And it's just like, right. this is, this isn't working. Cause the reality, the solution for, for idolatry isn't more works. It's less. And it is growing in my worship and appreciation for Christ. It's growing in my love for him. And the way I'm going to do that is by resting more and more in his accomplished work that he's done for me, not in me doing anything more for him. Mm. Um, which is so counterintuitive. It is. And and I've just, the older I get, the more I'm seeing the value in this and the joy in it, and yet also seeing how foreign it is from people's thinking. How Im- uh, near, it's impossible. This is impossible to believe unless you've been born again. And even those who have been born again have a real struggle thinking about grace and r- really resting in God's grace. All that he's done for you. Nobody wants Ephesians 1, 2, and 3. They want Ephesians 4, 5, and 6. It's a call back to our last episode. Um, Which is good, and we want those things, but they never come before chapters 1, 2, and 3, which is all the work that God has done for you. You know, Romans 1 through um, 8 is foundational for anything that comes in Romans 12, 13, 14, 15. You know, Um, all the practical stuff. But those are the passages that get quoted, I feel like a lot more, you know, than just all the work God has accomplished for you, our union with Christ, our, our being found in him and not in Adam anymore, you know, the, the appreciate, I mean, 
you can't think too theologically when you come to these issues. Um, in fact, I've, I've said this so many times that if you, you, you want to be so heavenly minded, you're the most earthly good, right? So the way my works, any works are going to be the most good is if I'm just consumed with things of heaven and they just kind of flow out. I don't have to work at them. Mm. I don't even like almost consider them. It just kind of happens, kind of flutter through life like some sanctified butterfly, <laughs> you know, and and just it just doing good things and they just they just come about but that's how i'll be the most earthly good and it's how i'll overcome idolatry is by being the most heavenly minded um you know you've heard that right you so heavenly minded no earthly good i had had not you never heard that phrase it's an yeah it's older one but i think that's ridiculous you know that you i don't think you can be so heavenly minded you're no earthly good i think the most heaven more heavenly minded you are the more earthly good you'll be oh i see yeah yeah. And I get there's some people out there that are just like, that seem to be so mystical, their biggest trial is a flat tire. You know? <laughs> um, that's not what I I'm talking about. Oh, I, I see. Yeah. I'm talking about that I am consumed in my love for the Lord and my thoughts are on Him regularly. And so when I see the guy with the hood up next to me at the gym, like I saw yesterday, I'm like, hey, dude, you need to jump? Yeah. Pull around. Cool, dude. Praise God. I was here, right? Yeah, yeah, praise God. And I'm like, yeah. And so we hook him up, get him jump, and I take off. And it's like, I I didn't need to do anything more than that because yeah. I'm loving Jesus, and it's an act of worship, just what I'm doing, right. you know? Yeah, but if I'm, if I have an idol, let's say, it's video games at that moment, I'm going to be like, I'm getting out of the gym. I see the guy with the hood up. I'm going to be like, I got to go play my game, or, you know, or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. So the the cure for idolatry is being the most hev- being heavenly minded, mm. thinking about the Lord and being just consumed with worship. Him, I mean, think about it. We're going to be in heaven forever before His throne, absolutely enthralled in worship. We're not going to be bored one second of the time we're in heaven as we're there worshiping Him. Why is it boring for us to think about God's thoughts now and think about Him now? Mm-hmm. That just tells us how far we have to go in sanctification. Right. Yeah, because if, if we are bored. Yeah. Then we're clearly lacking the knowledge right. to not be bored. And if we're bored, we're going to replace God with something else, which is idolatry. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Full circle. Aaron. Let her rip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a wrap. <laughs> okay. Is that just yeah, like that? Just like that. Oh. I didn't stop the recording just yet. Good. Keep talking. You got to say some ending words. Um. Hey, Nick, how can they find us? Oh, we don't have a page yet. We didn't need to create a page. They can find us at orograce.org or sovereign uh, s sovereign joy cf. sovereign joy cf dot org. org. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we I'm embarrassed. It. It's been so long since I've given that out. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, do yeah. we need a? Did you guys have a website for belonging poor bleeding? No, it was on our so- sovereign joy oh, site. We had a little page That's right. up on that. Yeah. Are we going to have a page yeah, we called Let It Rip? Yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> we guys should find if it's available. I'm sure there's like... We should come up with a graphic for Let It Rip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or call it something else like 10 episodes in because we're just done. Yeah. Or three episodes since yeah. we've done two. We can just delete these episodes. No, 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 no. Put these out there. All right. Anything else to say? No, I don't. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. Until next time.